Hello, everyone, and welcome to INE Live. I am Brooke Seward. I'm going to be your host for today's show. And today we're doing for at least the first day and a half, two thirds, a wrap up of AWS's reInvent in Vegas. What we're going to do on this show is probably a little bit different than what you're hearing from other people. We're going to talk about the really cool stuff that they're announcing, but we're also going to give you some a very concrete down to earth look at what's there. And we actually have a couple of reporters on the ground that are going to help with that. But before we go any further, let me just go ahead and let you know we are streaming across most major media, social media platforms. So if you want to find out more about our shows in the future, go ahead and subscribe on those channels, your favorite channel that you like to use, and we can let you know as these events come up. And we have some really cool events, not only coming up uh, for the rest of the year, but definitely into 2023 that you're not going to want to miss. But today's show is all about reInvent, really the preeminent premier cloud event for all of the different cloud providers hosted by AWS in Vegas. And they've come out with some really interesting new features. And the thing that I think has caught me more than anything has been this. It's more, it almost feels like a back down to earth almost feel. There has been a lot of flash, a lot of glamour. It's not like when they introduced things like uh, serverless with Lambda or guard duty. It was more things like, let's just make everything work better. So for example, with uh, uh, Adam Slipsky, he did yesterday's keynote being the CEO of AWS. Obviously, he's going to lead that off. One of the things he talked about was like open search is now serverless. If you're not familiar with open search, if you know about Elasticsearch, that's what it is. What they did, and it was very controversial, is they forked the Elasticsearch service, created their open search service, and now they have it as serverless. So it's an interesting option if you're needing to do sort of really large scale searching capabilities. Uh, a couple of the other thing, major features that I've seen happening so far has really been the big, big, big push to put more data in the cloud. And in that respect, I think one thing that was interesting was this uh, new feature they're really working on. It's not even a feature. It's almost like a mindset of zero ETL or extract transform load. If you're not familiar with ETL, it's the idea of, hey, here's a thousand spreadsheets, pull that data out, do some sort of transformation to make it usable, and then put it into, say, a database somewhere. AWS is trying to set themselves up, and you more than anybody else, the customer, so that you don't have to use code. This has always been a code-dependent operation. So with this zero uh, code ETL future they're aiming for is really beginning to move them in a different direction away from you having to do that. In particular, um, one of the ones that I saw was really interesting was the Amazon Redshift uh, auto copy from S3. It set up a really simple pipeline to move data from S3 into Redshift, as well as the zero ETL work they're doing when moving things around from Aurora to Redshift to things like Apache Spark. So that was really interesting. Um, another thing uh, I saw that kind of caught my eye was Amazon Data Zones. The idea of the Data Zone is to set up a system where you can have governance and access to data within, and there's going to be an important point there, within your organization. It's the idea you can automatically generate like friendly names. So whereas you may have like this biz op tune, the system can actually intelligently figure out, oh, that was a business opportunity, and then actually publish that into the data zone with a friendlier name so that your data analysts who don't necessarily know anything about cloud can use something like QuickSight to create a really cool console. Outside your organization, they have a new service called Clean Rooms. Clean Rooms allow you to share data with other companies, other partners without 
sharing that underlying metadata, the stuff that really is the secret sauce behind what you may be in generating in terms of data. So that was another really cool feature. Um, the, and, and they've really gone a long way to their dedication to the open cybersecurity framework. IE, obviously, we talk a lot about cybersecurity with our instructors and our materials. And what OCSF is, and by the way, if you don't know what it is, you've got homework, go look it up, OCSF, Open Cybersecurity Framework. They're doing a lot more to ensure that they're being compliant with the schema that that framework dictates. To that end, they now have a new data lake called the AWS Security Lake that conforms to that schema. So if you're a cybersecurity person, if you're a security person, if you're dealing with lots and lots of log data and it complies with OCSF, you could take a look at using AWS Lakes at Security Lakes as a place to put that data and make it a lot easier to use. Um, a couple of the things, that, and we're going to have a great comment. I have a feeling coming from Tracy when I get to this, but it seems like they've taken guard duty and done some really cool stuff with it. In particular, integrated it into EKS, the Elastic Kubernetes Service, so that if you have something unusual happening inside your Kubernetes containers or your Kubernetes run containers, those things will show up. And then finally, just a couple of things I want to point out that really caught me, really got me in the mind of they're not going for the glitz and glam. They're giving you really hardcore stuff is AWS supply chain and Amazon walkout. Now, supply chain, really, at the end of the day, Amazon has taken a lot of the things that they use to actually make their supply chain work and pushed it over and made it a service that you can use. Pretty cool if you take a look at the demo. In fact, the demo they actually show where um, they're setting up sort of a grocery store chain. There is a there's a very low uh, inventory in one state. They move it from another state. It has real time tracking, real time collaboration. Very cool feature. And then Amazon walkouts. We were joking was actually being called AWS shoplift, but it was the idea that somebody could come in buy something and literally just use the palm of your hand to make the payment. You walk in, you grab it, you walk out. If you've seen anything about the Amazon Go stores, I think it's in that same vein of thought. Anyway, there's a ton of other things they've announced. Uh, some of them, again, really, really simple. Some of them really, really spectacular. Uh, I think this morning, Swami's, uh, his introduction for some of the new services with ML were very interesting, particularly the fact that uh, Amazon Redshift is now multi-AZ, or they're moving into a more multi-AZ capability. And speaking of guard duty again, guard duty is now integrated into RDS. If you don't know guard duty, think of it this way. Guard duty watches your database. It gets a feeling for how it works. And if something unusual starts happening, if some strange behavior, it can alert you to that behavior. So, for example, if you have an employee who's starting to exfil some critical data, guard duty could see that extraction start and alert you to those type of anomalous activities. Now, again, I'm going on about guard duty. I'm going on and on about it. So I want to bring in our two on-the-spot reporters because I think in the case of Tracy, he's going to call my bluff on this one. So at the event, now I'm not at the event, I'm here at my in my home, but at the event in Las Vegas, we have two of our other cloud instructors, probably the two best instructors in the world, Tracy Wallace, the director of cloud here at IE, as well as Dr. Melissa Harris, who is uh, along with me, an AWS instructor. Hey, Tracy. <laughs> hey, um, yeah, first of all, I like the fact that this is the, uh, was it the premier uh, conference across Absolutely. all of cloud? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, uh, we'll, we'll let that one go. Uh, also, interesting, I think uh, you've, you've been watching a different conference uh, than I have. 
Yeah. Yeah. Actually, having reporters on the ground is going to make all the difference. Tracy, hit us. So, you know, I, I will say, and, and I, was, I was actually having a little bit of this conversation with Melissa, and I'm definitely going to let her have her take. Um, I, I, I definitely think you're right about, you know, there's not the glitz and glamour. And, and I actually think that's a good thing mm-hmm. and because I think it's, it's where cloud is, right? That, right. you know, cloud is mature now. And, and you know, most of the, the massive holes have been filled uh, with, with what people, you know, with what the cloud providers are doing. So, you know, you're, like you said, you're not going to have that announcement for Lambda because it already exists. Uh, and that, that's pretty cool. Uh, I will say it's kind of interesting, and, and this is always fun to see across different clouds and, and getting that, that different perspective. Anybody who knows us you know I'm, I'm from the Azure side. I'm from the Microsoft side. Uh, and um, the guard duty stuff, I think, is kind of funny because, uh, look, AWS is in front of, of the other cloud providers in a lot of ways, but Microsoft has already been doing that. Uh, what they announced with guard duty uh, between Microsoft Defender for Cloud and uh, Sentinel uh, and and down in terms of protecting databases, in terms of protecting your Kubernetes uh, deployments and your containers, they, they were already doing that. Um, you know, and now to be fair, and uh, you know, hey, if somebody comes and says, "Well, you're an idiot," you don't know how much more party duty is doing. Okay, that that may be true. One may be doing more than the other, but they're doing the same core thing. And I mean, uh, I've actually been playing around with uh, actually what Docker's doing with uh, being able to look at the. Um, the the vulnerabilities, you know, when you when you go and you build your own image, uh, and so you know it's cool they've got it, but they're they're not exactly uh, out there the first in the industry uh, to do these kinds of things to extend those kinds of capabilities. Yeah, uh, it, you know, I think um, a lot of of what I've seen has been marketing with honestly not a lot of meat. Um, I've I've yet to see a real honest to god demo. I want to see a demonstration where the person is up front and they put their fingers on a keyboard knowing that things may go horribly wrong, right? <laughs> because that's real. I've been seeing these yep. pre-recorded yes. uh, videos. Yeah. And look, look, if you watch our videos, I assure you that every time I do a demo, it works perfectly the first time. There's never any editing, right? Um, that's obviously not at all true, but it is a real demo. Um, and if yeah. it goes horribly wrong, I just re-record it from the beginning because I think it's important to see. Like, I'm coming here, and, and honestly, I'm used to that, and I'm not, like, this is a massive event, you know, and all that. But, um, you know, if I go to Ignite, like, I'm seeing in the in the keynote, somebody's going up there, and they're putting key, fingers on keys mm-hmm. and showing you how things legitimately yeah. work. Yeah. And so it's, it's felt... It's felt a lot more marketing to me than me, um, even down to uh, some of some of the sessions. Although, look, I, I'll be the first to admit, like, you got to do your homework about three months in advance uh, for this conference, which also sort of blew me away, uh, because by the time we had uh, uh, signed up for the conference, uh, most of the really great stuff, I think it was already uh, booked solid and you couldn't get in. Um, but, uh, yeah, I just, I, I haven't seen, I mean, some cool announcements and, you know, I think aside from the fact that guard duty is not doing something that's, that's not being done other places as well. Some cases probably better and some cases probably not as good. That's, that's not it. It's, it's important. The focus is good. The, 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 the you know, focus on security is good. I think one thing that I'm seeing big picture and you mentioned it is 
um, the, uh, what do they say, the undifferentiated, uh, there's there's an AWS term, the uh, undifferentiated, undifferentiated lift, uh, lifting. Say it, undifferentiated lifting, exactly. Yeah, that thing. Um, and, and that is, I've seen a lot where they're going in and they're saying, okay, yeah, that we're looking to uh, do away with this. Now, I will say uh, some of the things that they're excited about, you're excited about, um, are cool concepts. Um, the uh, data zone is a great concept. Uh, I've, I've seen that attempted. The, the problem with those kinds of things is that you have to get the corporate culture behind it. Um, and it's, it's, people need to know that it exists and there's a lift uh, yeah. to get people into that environment. It, it solves a problem. I'm just not sure that, uh, from again, maybe they're doing it so much better that it, it exceeds what's been done. They have a similar thing in Azure, uh, and they do a similar thing where they can, uh, you know, take your, uh, your I think it's, an, it's one of the tools. I don't remember off the top of my head. Uh, but I, when, I was, when I saw the demo of it taking uh, your field names and making them human readable, I'm like, yeah, I've actually seen that before. Um, yeah. It's all good stuff. It's just um, whether or not a, an organization is going to invest uh, to to actually take advantage of that. So again, not not you know, it's, it it seems some marketing hype, and that's just from personal experience, having been through situations where it's like, oh yeah, you know, getting getting an organization to uh, to use that is is going to be a little trickier, uh, I think, than it might sound. Well, hey, you know, as somebody who used to work here, I can tell you, if you don't think marketing doesn't have its fingers in what's going on there, you don't get it. You don't get it at all. So oh, yeah. yeah. There's a lot of that stuff going on. And uh, I tell you what, let me bring in Dr. Harris. Hey, Melissa, um, from what you've seen so far, as far as, you know, the feel and the vibe, how does it look to you this year? This year, it's uh, it's extremely crowded Obviously, like I think everyone's so excited to turn out and uh, get, you know start traveling again. So this year, like we've spread across like several venues, and that's pretty exciting to see all that. So yep. um, from that perspective, it's it's been pretty it's been pretty fun to see somebody to see such a huge turnout. But um, Rick, so I would have to totally agree with your assessment that you know honestly, it's it's felt and I. I I don't want to say underwhelming, but it, it, like, and I think Tracy said it very well that the cloud is very mature. And so like right now, we're just seeing a lot of um, features and things coming out that are trying to link everything together and make everything work well together. And I think that is a, a, a very accurate way of describing all the features and services that are coming out right now. And it's really wonderful. Um, but also, it, it, it's, um, yeah, there, there's not a lot of, exciting new announcements i suppose um yeah i I, I i agree with that because because it, it feels I'll, like the subject of a blog post more yeah <laughs> well it's it's this thing i hate to say blog. that <laughs> i was like oh my gosh you're right i'm spending four days at a blog post a very that is uh, blog post. <laughs> but no doesn't it doesn't it have the feel uh melissa this is getting back to computer like you know cs 101 this is just how we do things compute-wise, storage-wise, network-wise, and we're just going to the basics and all the glitz and glamour stuff. Hey, cute. But, and then like Tracy yes. was saying, you know, when you start looking at some of the services that you and I get excited about, well, over there in Azure world, well, yeah. there it is. It just had a different name, so we didn't bother to check it out. <laughs> and, and look, in, in fairness, 
it, it differentiates and I'm not saying it doesn't. Right. And I mean, there's some, certainly some awesome stuff. Um, the, I would, you know, at the uh, data, the, um, the number of connectors that they're adding, you know, I think uh, between two of their services, I think it was glue and um, uh, it might've been Redshift, I think, where they're adding something like 60 connectors to go uh, direct to other services. Honestly, that was one of the biggest things I saw. It was almost an aside, which I thought was interesting. But in yeah. terms of having real impact, because yeah. I, I'm I'm sorry, this idea of no ETL um, makes me giggle a little bit <laughs> because why? I thought that was one of the more interesting features, like having you know. I, I so if you've no ever ETL okay between between Aurora and Redshift is actually quite interesting. But, I mean, sure, but unless all your data is like aligned out of the box, there's going to be the, the, what's missing out of that is the fact that all of the all of the, the difficulty tends to be in that T word, the transform, and and pulling data from one place to another doesn't actually do the transform. It's good stuff. Don't get me wrong. I was just sort of like. Yeah, if you if you've ever done ETL and you think moving the data from one place to another yes. is is going to solve all your problems, oh wait a minute, what do we got here? We have a oh, I thought you were going to show us something fun. No, oh, it is. It's a cowboy wearing a fur coat with like lights on. <laughs> Everybody, just real quick for anybody who knows. Yeah, sure. <laughs> oh, that's that I'm not sure how to describe that situation. Every Definitely year, something that's where, New York. Yeah, every year there's something like that. I think my favorite so far has been the person who was walking around dressed as an S3 bucket, and Tracy thought it was a trash can. That was a glorious moment. Or like that I had to inform him, like Tracy, that is that is an S3 bucket. I'm sorry. <laughs> so, Please, it was a trash can. A trash can. That's a walking trash can. For, for, for those of you that haven't fully bought in, I'm just going to tell you, it was a trash can. Uh, I've sold my soul, though, so I think it's nice to fucking. Uh, hey, I get it. I get it. I've done the same for Azure. Don't get me wrong. I wanted to like take my. I wanted to get up next to. Uh, Let's see Cowboy there, but he walked away. Anyway. Ah, oh, too bad. It's unfortunate. <laughs> but, you know, talking about those services, I think that's interesting because, you know what, it's things like there was always, like, something on the side to address these issues as they came up, Tracy. Like, you were talking about the whole ETL thing. Yeah, that, that's hard, and that breaks. And then I noticed they kind of just on the sly said, oh, there's now this thing, AWS glue data quality service. I'm like, whoa, what yeah. is that? Yeah, I, I know. I wanted them to break that down for me. I'm like, what are, what are we looking at here? What yeah, are but we... that gets to Tracy's point about, hey, open up the console. <laughs> yes, yeah, and, yeah. and like Tracy said, all of the demos were, were pre-recorded, and, and I get it. They don't want anything to go wrong, and, and that's fine. But right. It would have been helpful to you know, and, and to that end, I, I thought that was really interesting. Y'all saw that because I can tell you from, you know, times I've, I've been at reInvent and the little stuff I've done there, little bitty stuff. Yeah, we always recorded it. We were always scared to death that the Wi-Fi would drop or something would happen. And then the whole presentation just blows up. I don't mind doing it in front of a small room, but if you tell me there's 300 people in there, oh, we're going to quick time the whole thing. I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. So, <laughs> I'm not, by the way, Tracy, I'm not saying it's okay. I'm just saying. 
I'm just I, I, I get it. I get it. It's I mean and look, it's it you're not wasting anybody's time doing that. It's right. just me like the engineer in me, right? I wanna see you take the hood off, I wanna see you pull the engine out, you know, take the headers off and and, yeah. and dig down and grab the pistons and then build it back up, right? right. And that's right. that's gonna be, you know, a little wow. more meaningful. I will say, ironically, um, the connectivity here has been fantastic. Uh, I will yeah. I, I will give this conference, uh, certainly relative to my experiences at uh, Microsoft conferences, uh, this conference gets an A plus uh, in their in their Wi-Fi availability. Uh, you know, again, which is ironic because uh, I definitely uh, had m multiple uh, multiple times at uh, Microsoft conferences where uh, the presenter had to get a little creative when they uh, lost their uh, Wi-Fi signal. But uh, yeah, you know, it's 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 all good. It's just that's. It's it's interesting stuff. I would just get more out of out of seeing it, you know. And it, like I said, pull it apart. Let me see it for real. Let me see things not work right, and you fix it. Right. Okay. So now here's the question. I'm gonna start with you, Melissa. What is the coolest thing you've seen so far? Doesn't necessarily have to be a service. Just something you were walking by and went, "That's cool." Um. Yeah. I guess. Uh, um. I suppose uh, there was a really interesting session that I saw in the expo yesterday by Uptix, and they're a security services company, and they're basically trying to help people analyze their logs for security events, and they made a really interesting observation that it takes five API calls to escalate permissions. And I just and so they're trying to help people analyze their their logs and, and trying to help them keep their environment secure and, and notify them. And I guess I, I just thought that was a really interesting um, concept and, and it's something I'm trying to like you know think about like when I'm thinking about the next security course I'm going to be creating. Uh, right. You know how I'm going to be discussing this sort of data. But I, yeah. I thought that was uh, fascinating. And one thing is. You know, I, I guess for me personally, what I've always kind of struggled with is like there are so many ways to slice and dice things with AWS and so many different tools that you have at your disposal. And mm -hmm. I guess what's missing for me is like, when do I use which service to do the thing that I need? You know, and uh, and if other companies are trying to help AWS <laughs> like analyze yeah. analyze their security logs uh, or for security breaches, that's cool. I, I just, um, yeah. you know, I... I I guess that's, I'm just kind of rambling right now, but that's no, no, uh, something no. that struck me that yeah. like, which one do I use? And, and it's been prevalent in this, in those sessions that I've gone to, like, yeah. right, there's a, there's Fargate, we have that. And we also have Lambda and they're, you're talking about new features, but it's like, well, why would I use one over the other for, um, for my workloads? And they, in, in a, and I'd expect in a leadership session that they would, I don't know, how people understand that or what the strategy is, mm -hmm. and I didn't really get that. Right. You know, an interesting point I can make right here about what you just said there, because, you know, we're kind of joking about, you know, attending the conference and stuff like that. You know, for me, watching the leadership, uh, leadership sessions here and watching some of the breakouts, I don't get to see any of that stuff. And so being there in person, being able to walk up, being able to talk to those vendors, find out what's going on, I think that's probably one of the most valuable things you can do while you're there. Yes, you can meet yeah. other practitioners in the cloud who are using AWS, but being able to just walk up and you know listen in on the conversation, pick up those little bits of stuff, oh, it's huge. Yes. So yeah, what about you, absolutely. Grace? Oh, I'm sorry, go ahead, Melissa, go ahead. 
Oh, no, I, I just, I'm sorry to interrupt. I just wanted to follow up on that, that the expo has definitely been a lot of fun. And, like, there's so much energy there and so many vendors and people to talk to and things going on. So, I, to me, a lot of, you know, that's where a lot of the learning happens. At least as, much, as, much, uh, as much energy as DJ Glitterbomb this morning, I hope. <laughs> And that's why you got to be there. You don't see DJ Glitterbomb if you're not there because I didn't see her. The only thing I got to see y'all and that you saw at home was, it was that was that flash the moment yesterday morning, which apparently we're not sure. We don't know. What about you, Trace? What's the one thing? Even from your Azure world, can you give us just one uh, thing? Was, you're like that was. Cool. It was definitely the. It was definitely the trash can. Um, no, um, that that was not it. I, I think the thing that was kind of like the most enlightening to me. Uh, I went to a chalk talk on. Uh, it, it was on hybrids. and it was it was a one of the architects. Uh, you know, works for AWS. And I was kind of thinking, oh, okay, we're going to talk about like the networking infrastructure to get and connect. But it was interesting because it was really talking about different use cases and looking at outposts and local zones and, and thinking about, you know, under what circumstances are you going to, uh, you know, use uh, a region versus using a local zone, which I didn't even know that was honestly until this conversation uh, or using outposts, which, uh, I it was interesting, but it, it was kind of a neat thought, and it, it took a, a direction and, and kind of dug down a little bit into some of the use cases for these things, and and really uh, addressed. Which it, and this is something I think that it, cloud, generally speaking, and Azure is a hundred percent as guilty as AWS on this is they don't usually talk about the costs, right, ah, and how much yeah. these things cost, and. You know, it was interesting, and I know, you, Brooks, you and I have had some conversations, and even in the really cool uh, data uh, keynote that we had today, and it was an interesting keynote, it really was, but, you know, some of those things that they were flashing by, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but I believe you and I have had conversations that uh, you can rack up a pretty sizable bill uh, with those without even blinking. Yes, and it was cool to me that this guy was an AWS guy, and, and was architecting right. I'm sorry, go ahead. I, I brought you in and then talked right over you. No, 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 that, no that, that's that, that's exactly the point, you know, because again, one of the things that was spooking me a little about what I was saying was like, give us all your data, more data. And that's one of the things we talk about because you know, we're not partners with any of these cloud providers. We can be very down to earth and, you know, and say things that people normally wouldn't say and that you've got to watch that. You've really got to be careful with that because before you know it, you've got a huge bill and you can't step out of that cloud provider because the a cost to exfil is just astronomical. And we both know cases of this. So yeah, to hear a breakout session where an AWS engineer is like tapping the brakes, that's pretty good. Yeah, that 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 impressed me. I'm not gonna lie, that was that was something that was pretty cool. And I was again the uh, the engineer slash architect and he said, Thank you, thank you for being real about it. And right. and you know um, and even when I suggested that uh, their their solution they were putting up might uh, might incur unnecessary costs. He actually agreed with me. So, you know, basically, <laughs> wow. I think the fact that he agreed with me was what won me over more than anything. He could have been yeah. talking about putting things on the moon. No, yeah. but like legitimately, that the fact that they really are, you know, uh, decide uh, beyond the hype that they are concerned with legitimately 
giving their customers uh, value for, for the money they're spending on their platform. That, that was pretty impressive. I think it really bounced. I'm impressed by weird things. Melissa's was much more interesting than mine, but no, because that's the thing that actually goes back to what Melissa was saying. You know, it's this idea of them coming back to the basics. Cloud is not a you know a big party thing anymore. It's just what you do, getting to the basics, watching your costs, doing the 101 things type right. Which is I think why for me, I think the best thing I've seen so far. And I know y'all didn't get a chance to see it because it was happening while you were coming out. Uh, David Brown, uh, the vice president of Amazon EC2, just did a networking. And I'm going to suggest to anybody watching, if you missed that, go out, go ahead and register. It's free to watch the reInvent uh, keynotes. Watch David Brown's Amazon EC2 networking. It was really, really good. And you're going to get the feeling watching that they're really about getting back to basics. For example, he talks about how they had an incident not too long ago. I think it was in Virginia. They had a fiber cut. Now, normally, if you have a fiber cut, you have an outage. They actually measured it. They lost like 13 packets and that was it. That was absolutely it. So that's just amazing. They're getting that sort of that core stuff together and making it work really, really well. So where are you two going next, Tracy? Where are you headed to next at the big reinvent that you are loving? There's, there's a leadership session and I'm going to just be fully honest. I don't even remember what it's on, but I'm going to go and uh, see what's going on because that is, uh, it does seem like the leadership ones are really the best way to, to get a feel for what, what AWS is, is thinking is important. Uh, one other thing I will say that I'm interested in, I'm going to dig in a little bit is I am interested in the AWS silicone. Right, and yeah, the yeah. fact that they're they're yeah. defining their own processors, I'm gonna. It's entirely possible that uh, I our, our finance people may come tap me on the shoulder and ask me what I'm spending money on because <laughs> I kind of feel like I have to play around with those. And you you know me, I'm I'm gonna see uh, how well and how easily I can run a uh, container on uh, one of those machines that are are running the AWS Silicon. But that I thought was pretty cool. It's it's pretty interesting that they're. They're clearly yeah. investing pretty heavy in that. Sorry, I didn't mean to uh, to no, take no, two no. for the price of it, one there, but that that was interesting to me. To that point, as a matter of fact, I'm going to encourage anybody watching, go check out the new Amazon uh, Graviton 3E processor. Now, the 3 is new. The 3E is even newer, newer. And if you look at it, I think it's also getting to play because this is something I've talked about. I know it's really controversial. I've been saying, just you wait. They're going to get us somehow for heat and energy. That's why they have things like the carbon footprint measures that you can now do. If you look at those Graviton uh, processors, they use a lot less power while delivering the performance. And I think, Tracy, that's one of the reasons why they're going that way, too, is because they really are creating the big data center processor that has all the cores, can support the customer, can work so with the night system really, really well. And at the same time, keep that power and heat down because as uh, Slipsy yeah. said yesterday, and I don't know how they're going to do this, they're going to be a net plus provider of water somehow. Like, yeah, that like we're going to take a gallon in, but take put a gallon and a half out. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe they're going to be using some uh, uh, fuel cells, like Who legit. That, that was the only thing I could think when I because that one made me scratch my head a little bit too. Yeah. What about you, Melissa? Where are you going to head to next, Dr. Harris? What looks fun? Next, I'm going to be heading to a security course on ECS. Ooh, ECS, that... container security, baby. <laughs> 
hey, look, I, I love the idea of having the security person around. That way I can just create garbage and just throw it at you and you can figure out what I'm doing that is so awful. So anyway, before we go, any last words, Tracy, before we step away? You know, one thing that I noticed that's really interesting, and, and both you and Melissa mentioned it, you just mentioned it now, is, you know, going through the, the expo where all the vendors are, right. such a huge huge portion of the vendors are security related. Um, and, you know, I, I think when when you're looking at direction for cloud, like I said, cloud's getting pretty mature now. And obviously, like anything else, people are coming in, they're always going to need to learn it. But I think you're seeing a massive push towards really ramping up security and not just from what you're hearing at the conference, because that's, that's always every conference, it's some marketing. But mm -hmm. looking around the expo and the number of companies that are making their living or part of their living, helping you secure your workloads in the cloud and AWS and certainly in Azure as well. I think that's a, a huge topic that, that's going to continue to be really important for a number of years. Yeah, great point, Tracy. What about you, Melissa? What can you leave us with? <laughs> Oh my goodness. Um, well, actually, Tracy and I were talking before beforehand, and Tracy, can I tell them my idea? What's that? Can I tell them my idea that we talked about before? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Absolutely. I think it's a great Ooh, idea. This sounds good. All right. So here's the plan. So if anyone's watching this, or if you have any uh, live streams that you've watched, um, any any of the uh, keynotes that you've seen, if there are any services that you're interested in, I'm going to be putting together a survey of many of the services, like the top services that I think were covered here, um, the most popular ones, and and I would like you to take a vote on it, and whichever you vote, I will create that course for you. So, or if there's hey. one that I'm missing that you would like to know more about, if SageMaker tickles your fancy, for example, then uh, you should, you know, we're going to put together a survey, and I would love it if you would take that survey so we can create the courses that you want to see. I'm going to vote for Amazon VPC Lattice right now. I want to see a course on VPC Lattice. <laughs> Absolutely. Nobody else vote for that. Oh, and uh, marketing team, surprise. Yeah. I told her she could say that. Uh, but uh, no, I think that's going to be a lot of fun. Look for that. Ah, there's the applause from the marketing team. There we go. There we go. We got it. Uh. There we go. There we go. Not me, by the way, everybody. So very cool. Listen, to both of you, I appreciate you so much. I appreciate you being out there, going through that heck, especially you, Tracy, because I know it just burns for you to be in the middle of AWS. I know it burns, man. It's tough. Keep no, it's all good. It really is. Keep an eye on him. All right, everybody. All right. I hope you enjoyed today's show. I hope you also enjoyed some of the insight that we did that you don't normally get sort of that really down-to-earth type stuff. And by the way, if that's the sort of training that you're also looking for, where it's not necessarily aligned with what any cloud provider, check out what we have available from INE. Both myself, Tracy, and Dr. Harris, we always dive into these things and always give you the real-world cases, the real-world architecture, the real-world security. What really matters? Sometimes doesn't matter, doesn't matter at all. So if you're looking for more of the down to earth, more of the concrete, then INE has the training for you. By the way, not just cloud, but networking and cyber, we've got the whole package. Come check us out. We'd love to have you as one of our clients in our training. So for myself, all the staff at INE, for Tracy, Melissa, have a great day. Hey, and if you're in the cloud, get out there and build something. See everybody later. Bye.